this is Sophie Lawson from sophielawson.com and this is episode 103 of the Sophie Art Podcast which is a little podcast that I do about the art and things and this one is going to be a very random episode and I've got quite a lot of notes for this one and what I'm going to talk about is I'm going to talk about the virus I'm going to talk about the virus I didn't, I didn't really plan to do this it's just it I thought I'd talk about it because I've got some things to say which I think would be quite interesting. But before we get into that, there's a few little things I'm going to be doing a bit differently. So in the in these intros, like right now, I'm talking about stuff that's not really related to the episode. So what I'm going to do from next week is I'm going to put all of that at the end of the episode. So at the end of the episode, I'll talk about all the bits and bobs. So then I'll be able to just jump straight into the topic right from the start. And also, I've picked up a little a little webcam. So what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to start doing live streams on YouTube at youtube.com slash Sophie Lawson. And they're going to be little art things. So I've got some really fun ideas. In one of the character design quarterly magazines, one of the articles, <laughs> little articles, it was all about merging multiple animals to create a different character. So what I thought we could do on like these live streams, we could do like sketching, but we could also merge characters on the live stream, which I think would be quite fun. So like if you was in the chat, you could we could all decide on what animals to do, and then if all of us we could all share our little creatures and stuff. I think it'd be quite fun. So that's going to be in the future, but. I, it's probably going to be a month or so yet, a couple of months, because I've got to play with the settings and I haven't even opened it yet. But that's coming in the future. And also, this podcast is on YouTube at youtube.com slash Sophie Lawson. And you can also find show notes and everything at sophielawson.com. <laughs> Little Dennis, he says, get into this one. Oh, actually, before we do get into this one, this week's inspirational quote is going to be coming from the book Journey to Excellent, The Lessons of Don Juan. And it's a book by Carlos Castaneda. And I, f- I finished this book last night. Really good good little book, this. And the quote is at the end. It's a really, really nice quote. And I think, in a weird way, that quote sort of kind of relates to this virus thing. Yeah, maybe it does. So I've got little Dennis putting him in his little house. He likes being in his little house. Little Dennis. I've got so many topics for the so many notes for this episode. Because what, what's happened is... So, I don't watch the TV or read newspapers or anything like that. But it's got to a point now where you can't really escape this virus. It's it's become like... It's become like a, the main thing, really, I suppose. So... What I'm going to do is I'm going to talk about a few things because I think it was yesterday I was I was walking home from work and I just started thinking about a load of different things. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to go through these notes and I'll just say whatever the note is and then I'll talk about a little bit of it. So the first thing at the very top I've put, I said I knew 2020 was going to be the year of change. So before this year started I had a feeling this was going to be a really powerful year like a really powerful year for the whole world to change 
and I actually thought it was going to be to do with aliens. I thought what was going to happen was aliens were going to like come to the earth and it was going to bring everybody together because if the aliens come we we would then realize we're all one but it's actually it's doing the same thing this like virus is doing the same thing it's just it's doing it in a bit of a different way so with the aliens if aliens suddenly come down to earth everyone would have to come together because at that point it would be earthlings and aliens it wouldn't be spanish British, American, it wouldn't be like that. We would all become one. So with this virus, what I'm noticing is, is I think it's going to end up, yeah, it's one of these things where it's a bit, it's a bit like last week's episode, where I was talking about distractions. It's like, in the moment, it's really, it's really annoying to be in the middle of, like a transition, because it's it gets... Yeah, it gets really uncomfortable and stuff. So this virus is going to be like that, I think. There's going to be a period of really uncomfortableness. But at the end, I think there's going to be a lot of... I think it's going to be really good. I think everybody's going to end up coming together because we're all going to, to realise that we're all one. Because what's happened is, with this virus, it it just shows you how we're all connected. You can have a, you can have something happen on the other side of the, of the earth... And in the end, it it influences everybody. I think there's a note down here about thoughts, because I I thought to myself, this is just like thoughts. Like that virus is going to spread. It's Well, it's already spread, so it's spread around the whole world. And it would have started with at one place. So, so that shows that everything is connected, because one person connects, interacts with somebody else. That person interacts with other people those people interact so before you know it it's gone everywhere thoughts are exactly the same i've noticed that if if let's say you got a, a negative thought in your head that yeah this is, i had like a little visual a visual in my head and i thought imagine you're driving down the street somebody cuts up in front of you and you aggressively take out like you take out your rage on them You've then put negative into them, so you're now negative. The person that that you're taking out the thing on is going to be negative. So maybe they now, they now, well, another way to look at it would be, imagine you're the one that cuts out in front of somebody. That person then is now in a negative place because you've cut out in them. So then they get to work in a negative place, and then they take it out on somebody at work. That person at work goes home, and is upset because they've had somebody be negative to them. So when, when they go home, they take it out on their family. I'm just going to do something. Because it was getting a bit hot. <laughs> it's getting hot in here. So, and then that, let's say like the mum, she got abuse from this bloke who got cut up on the, sh- on the street. Because he was in a mood. He was negative. She, she goes home and starts taking it out on her child because she's in a negative place, that child goes to school and he starts bullying someone because he's in a negative place. So it, like, I can look at that and I can see that a negative thought, one little negative thought, which made the man drive out and cut somebody up, because what happens is negative, th- or not negative, thoughts, they become actions. And that's when it starts interacting with other people. So if the thought stays in your head, 
it's only it's only you. The minute that thought becomes an action, it's now interacting with other people. So I I thought to myself, like a negative thought would be like a wave, and it would flow through everyone. And I feel like what would happen is, and this is why it's quite amazing, and this kind of like in a way it visually explains karma. That bloke, he cuts out in front of somebody because he's got a negative thought which made him do it. What would happen is, a wave of negativity now goes out. All these people interact with each other in a little negative way, just a little bit. But what will happen is, it will go around the world. And then what will happen is, the original bloke who cut in front of somebody, it will end up with somebody doing something negative to him. So it always comes back to you. That's the thing. But equally positive do a little positive thing like smile at somebody like this week yeah i was walking where was i i think i was walking through the park and there was a lady with a dog and i was looking at the dog thinking that's a nice dog and I looked at her and she smiled and it made me smile and it's so like and then maybe you're smiling so you're walking through the park and then you smile at somebody else and then that person smiles at somebody else what'll happen is it that smile will go around the world and it'll end up with maybe like five months later, you're not feeling, you're not in the best of places. But that little smile that you gave out to somebody, it, somebody will walk past you and smile at you. And, and that little smile will be really powerful in that moment when you're, when you're in a bit, bit of a negative place. So what I'm saying is, just like spread positive really. <laughs> yeah, it's quite, it's, it is simple. It's simple but hard because sometimes, like I've noticed, the negative thoughts, you almost create negative actions without realising what's happening. This is why it comes back to awareness again. Because if you've got the awareness of what's going on, when the negative thought is there, you can you can do your absolute best to not turn that negative thought into a, an action. So the, the weird thing about this virus is... It's made me think about so many little things, things like that, which I think that's quite cool. I think this virus is going to be amazing in the end. I think it's going to be amazing because I think what's going to happen is it's going to make everybody start looking at everything. Because what I've noticed is, I've noticed that I I have made a lot of assumptions and taking things for granted. Because on Wednesday I went shopping, I went shopping to get, because I love my beans yeah, I love beans. I love beans and savoury rice. It's like, I, I was thinking, it must be about 15 years, every day I've I've eaten savoury rice and beans. And I've just taken it for granted that I'd always be able to go to the shop and get some beans. And this week I couldn't get any beans. Because, <laughs> well, the world's gone mad, really. And they, they've everybody's gone and started buying beans and stuff. So I couldn't get any beans. This is amazing here. Yeah, this is amazing. Because at first I thought, oh, I can't get any beans. What am I going to do? <laughs> like It's the end of the world sort of thing. And then I thought about it. And I thought, it's only a tin of beans. But I still wanted to really get these tins of beans. But then what happened was I wrote down here, homeless man. So I was walking through town. Because I was, what I did was I ended up going to loads of different shops. Trying to find some beans. And I ended up walking past this homeless man. And I thought to myself, here I am, you know, getting a little bit concerned that I haven't got any tins of beans. And this homeless man, he doesn't even know when he's going to get any food. 
So that, that homeless man, again, he was quite powerful because he, he put it into perspective. And I thought to myself, a tin of beans, it doesn't really matter, does it? There's always, you, there's always something to eat. And I, I just thought, what we're going to have to do, because I, I do feel like this is going to be, there's going to be a period of this sort of chaos, if you want to call it that. And I, I think we're going to have to adapt. We're going to have to adapt and probably start eating different things. So, like, yeah, you're just going to have to be adaptable, really. But I really like that. I thought it was quite cool. And then it says, I put here, it makes me see I take things for granted, which is quite amazing because I didn't, I didn't realise I did. So, again, I'm looking at this thing really quite good. It's, it's making me realise that I, am take, I have taken things for granted. Even think, oh, yeah, because I've said as well, I am sort of part of the problem. Because we're all related. So, like for instance, I buy a lot of paper to do my drawings and stuff. But if you're buying paper, that's not really good, is it, F for the earth? Because I've put down here, the earth is alive. I think what's happened is, it it's good. This to me, this feels like it's all related. So the last, I would say, six months especially, the weather has been incredibly weird, really weird. It has. And it, it felt to me, it did feel to me a bit like either somebody, like the government, some sort of, this is some sort of conspiracy thing, somebody is manipulating the weather to make it negative, to again try to bring negative thoughts into people. Or what's happened is it's the actual earth. The earth itself is realising what's going on and it's saying, look, I've had enough of this. And it's, it's, make, it's turning the weather, trying to make you realise... It's like the the weather is the Earth's way of communicating. That's what I thought. So what did I put down here? Yeah, I put like, if I'm buying loads of paper, plastic bottles, stuff like that, I don't really think about it, but that is affecting the Earth. And if the Earth is alive, I've got to start looking after it a bit more. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. So... I don't, I don't really know what made that happen, but I think it's probably because I started thinking I'm taking things for granted. It's like I'm taking paper and stuff like that for granted as well. But again, if you keep doing, if you keep cutting trees and stuff, there won't be any paper left. So you have to see, see what happens really. <laughs> so I put here, we are all connected. And I said the virus is like a physical represent, representation of that. It's quite amazing. Yeah, I love it. I, f I think it's cool how you can see how very quickly one thing spreads like that. And the thing with thoughts, because yeah, the thing with thoughts and like negative energies and stuff, you can't see that. We can't see that with our eyes. So we don't realise that negative thoughts and negative actions are spreading negative things around the world. You, d you don't realise it. But it is, I, to me, it's exactly the same as this virus. So it's just making me realise, like, we've. I think we're going to have to start realising. We've got, we've got to start paying attention more to, to our f thoughts and our actions, really. Because it's all connected to each other. So I'll put mental, what is it? Mental isn't so easy to see, yeah. <laughs> be, horrible, be horrible to someone, it will affect all. Be nice and it will affect all. I already said that. I said, 
I think I think this will bring us all together. But it does show people's yeah. The thing is this this thing it, it show it's gonna end up it's gonna end up really highlighting positive and negative of of human beings. Because what's gonna happen is you've got some people out there hoarding baked beans for instance. So I imagine there's probably people out there with cupboards full of baked beans and then there's going to be other people who aren't hoarding who are going to end up with no baked beans. But I would imagine the people who don't have any baked beans are the sort of people who, if they only had one tin of baked beans, they would give it to somebody else who who, who didn't have a tin of baked beans. And the people who are hoarding, they're probably the sort of people who would, they wouldn't share. Yeah, they wouldn't share. But... I do think that maybe what will happen is somehow the people who are like hoarding, they'll end up sharing. Yeah, I think it's going to be really cool this in the end. So I've put, this is all about fear. It's all about fear. And because what's weird is because I haven't been watched, because I don't have TV and I don't read the papers or nothing. I don't know anything about what's going on. So like sometimes, for instance, let's say when I was growing up, there's like an um what do you call him a famous person that i really really liked if they die sometimes somebody i really liked growing up has died and i don't even realize it and it's only like months later i talk to my sister or something and mention that person and she'll say oh they died so the thing is when you don't have tv and stuff you do you do sort of go out of the loop but this is why i know this virus thing is really quite powerful now because even somebody who's not watching TV and that, it's it's coming it's coming into it's coming into like my awareness as well. So that that to me says it is quite a it's gone quite a long way now this one. But I've I've said, I thought to myself it's the reason people are like stockpiling baked beans and stuff, which is so weird. I can't see how people can't see what they're doing. It's again this this thing here with the people stockpiling baked beans which is making a shortage so people who actually need the baked beans can't get any of the, the baked beans which is now creating a problem it's the people what's happened is the people stockpiling the baked beans is creating a problem of a shortage because they have been led to believe there's a shortage because of the tv i imagine what's happened is the tv has been going crazy with negative fear stuff and, and what they've done is they've created such a fear thing on the TVs and stuff that, like, society has now think that they, the society has, has gone into a fear state. Whereas if they, for instance, if nobody was watching TV, people would have just carried on buying the things they normally would have. I don't think there would have been a shortage. So it's almost like a self-fulfilling prophecy thing. And, and you've got to wonder, does the TV... Does the TV know what it's doing? And it's doing it on purpose to create a problem. Again, that's another sort of conspiracy thing. But the way I look at it is, you could almost look at that as, again, like a physical representation of how thoughts create reality. So let's say we have a thought. Let's say you have a thought. Like, for instance, I used to have these thoughts. Negative thoughts about myself. So what would happen is I would look in the mirror with that negative thought and it would keep keep happening until what would happen is I would become the negative thing that my thought was saying. So 
so like over the last seven years or so I've noticed that you can control again you can control your actions you can't sometimes control the thought you can control your actions so what I'm what I'm thinking is that the thought if you're again if you haven't got the awareness the thought will just create the action which then creates reality so thoughts do create reality and again if you've got the awareness you can start putting positive thoughts which will create positive actions which is a good thing so you can actually start to you can do what the tv is doing but in, a, in reverse tv might be and i think it is it's manipulating society in a negative way but what you can do with your positive thoughts is you can manipulate yourself in a positive way and again because everybody is connected to each other if you manipulate yourself in a positive way it's going to end up that's going to end up manipulating society in a positive way because everybody's linked so it, it goes back to that thing what they say about they say to get change all you've got to do is change yourself change yourself you change the world so i, I was just thinking like that tv thing this shortage of baked beans and stuff as an example it's a perfect like demonstration of of how thoughts create reality i thought that's quite amazing but the other thing i thought about here is again because to me because i know because i've looked at death and i've sat with death in meditations and stuff for the past year and all all my life i've always been aware of death because it sort of fascinates me because it's something we're all going to do but we don't know what's going to happen so it kind of fascinates me that the last year especially I've really sat with with death and thought about it because I've started realizing mainly because of lucid dreaming and out of body experiences that we're not our physical bodies so so what that means is when when we die when I die all it's going to happen is Sophie Sophie's going to die but whatever I really am is going to carry on so what what I've been thinking is again because because society thinks because society thinks we are our bodies we what we think is we think if we die if we think if for instance you think if sophie dies that means i die we don't realize that we're not the physical body so what's happened is the tv is saying there's gonna be a shortage you won't have food you're gonna die <laughs> if you get the virus you're gonna die you're gonna die so everyone is scared which means but they're only scared because they're scared of death. They're scared of death because they don't realise that, that death is just like a transition. Death to me is just like going to sleep at night. You go to sleep, and once you're asleep, you you don't you, most of us we don't realise that we are a physical body. At that point, we're dreaming. It's only when we wake up that we become like Sophie again. So what I'm saying is, I think people need to start thinking about death. Because if people are thinking about death, firstly, I don't think they'd be going out stockpiling baked beans, because they wouldn't they wouldn't care. Well, it's not that you don't care. It's, that quote by Muji is amazing. So Muji, I'll, I'll put a link in the show notes again. <clears throat> he says, he had this quote, which is, it works for so many things. He says, it's not that you don't care, it's that you don't mind. 
So it's, it's not that you don't care that you're going to die. It's that you don't mind. You don't mind that you're going to die because you know you're not really going to die. So like if if we start if we all start to realize that nobody's there's not going to be fear because it'd be like if I get the virus so what I die but I don't really die so you're not going to be afraid of it and if you're not afraid of it the chances are you probably wouldn't get it because I do believe like fear again thoughts thoughts can create things so it's I believe it's actually possible like the placebo effect that you could even create the virus for yourself it's quite mad it is mad it's, it's really mad and especially the world the, the world's gone a bit mad at the minute this is this is why it's so important to understand life and death while you're still alive exactly if if you understand death you understand life because again they're, they're connected to each other it's like yeah it's, it's amazing <laughs> and i've put down here in a circle i put destiny I've said I've put repeat of the past and then I've put energy negative and positive like a loop again energy negative and positive is like a loop you can't have the negative without the positive it's exactly the same as life and death you, you can't have life without death which means if you're dead you've still got to have life because otherwise you can't have death so so that right there if you understand that you can see that when you're dead, you're not really dead. Because you can't be dead without life. <laughs> but then you could say that when you're alive, you're also dead. Yeah, we are probably... Because I think outside of time, where we really exist, we are probably dead and alive at the same time. Like some weird paradox thing. It's, it's very weird. I've put repeat of the past because, again... When was it? It must have been about four months ago, before any of this virus thing started. I was listening to, listening to a podcast by Matt Belair, which is called Mind Body and Mind Body and Something Show. <laughs> I'll put a link in the show notes. But he had on there a load of like elders, Mayan. He had Mayans, a Mayan elder, Indian elder. He had somebody like Don Juan, like one of these. Don Juan is like a Indian, I think he's an Indian, like a, he's a sorcerer, yeah he's like a sorcerer. So this Matt Belair was interviewing like these, these elders, these little like tribes, people in these tribes, that's something else as well, because I thought to myself, let's say this virus does wipe everybody out, I feel like the only people would be left would, would be these little tribes, little tribes that are self-contained, looking after themselves, off the land because they understand that they are one with the with the earth so i feel like what would happen is the earth because it is alive it would actually just take out everybody who isn't connected with the earth see what would happen is the earth would end up with all these little tribes would it would end up being the last survivors and then they would then slowly they would realize that nobody else is left so they would start spreading out which is which is what i think repeat of the past is this what happened thousands of years ago like i think it's twelve thousand years ago there was an ice age which they think is because of some sort of comet or something that put the world into like frozen and, and then flooding so like in the bible and stuff the story of the flooding it really does look like that is maybe real it 
it maybe is real so there was a flood and stuff again is that the earth or the universe realizing that man went too far in one direction which wasn't the right way or something so what it did was it it, it was like a reset that flood was like a reset and what happened was all that was left was a small bunch of little tribes maybe they went underground into caves or something and in the end they ended up coming out and spreading off so this is why all the religions if you look at them all the religions are are the same but different because i think what happened is there's probably let's say there's one little tribe left everybody else has been taken out there's one little tribe left what that little tribe does is they split off and they create say 10 little tribes and then those 10 little tribes they split off and create 10 more tribes so in the end you end up with the earth being repopulated but what happened is each of those 10 little tribes started out with the same story of like a god but over time each of the little tribes they slightly changed it so then that's how you end up with like muslims christianity stuff like that each one is this is telling the same story which is the history of the earth but what it's done is it's it slightly changed it it slightly changed it because as that's what happens when when you when you're communicating with people telling stories over time the story slightly changes people bring in their own little versions of things so in the in the end what would happen is you would end up with different gods even though it's the same god so i just wondered to myself is this repeated the past but why it goes into that podcast with matt belair he was interviewing the these like ancient people these mayans and stuff and the mayan he was talking about 2012 and he said in 2012 that wasn't the end of end of the earth like many had feared that they had misunderstood what what it was was <laughs> what it was was it was effectively like you could look at it as like the earth going to sleep so like when you when you go to sleep at night you transition into the dream into the dream realm it's almost like 2012 the earth went into sleep and then, so we are now inside of like the this little period where the earth is 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 dreaming in a weird way and inside of that what's going to happen is he, he was talking about he was talking about how in 2012 it, it's the start of the transition and then he was saying i think it was i can't remember it was like 20 or 50 years over the next 20 or 50 years he said there's going to be lots of transition and he was saying it's going to be really uncomfortable and all the rest of it i'm gonna to have to link to it if you listen to that podcast listen to that bit what he's talking about it it really sounds exactly like what we're going through now and again it it sounds to me like prophecies if you look at the past what's that thing called there's this what's it called there's something some tablet i can't remember what it's called there's some weird tablet like ancient thing and if you if you decode it it like tells prophecies and it's basically predicted what's happening right now so i just wondered to myself is is all is what's happening is is it just part of the process of being a human being inside of the loop because if you think about it everything is again life and death humans 
life are living and then dying. The earth has to live and die. The universe is doing it. Everything is in a, is in a loop, which I think is why everything is spinning. So it might just be that this is just this is just the part of the process, really. <laughs> but all I know is, I think in the end it's going to be really super. It's going to be really powerful, I think, in the end, because I think it's going to wake everybody up. I think it's going to be really good. It's just it's probably going to be quite quite a tricky little period of transition. But I guess what they say is what is it they say? If you if something was easy, everybody would be doing it. <laughs> something like that. Little Dennis, he's decided it is ending. It's the end of that episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Find show notes and everything at sophielawson.com and I'll put a link to that podcast because it's it's really interesting. Really interesting. And also you can find this video at youtube.com slash Sophie Lawson. This week's inspirational quote though, it goes to well, it goes to Don Juan. It goes to Don Juan. And it is from the book Journey to Excellence. And the quote is, Only as a warrior can one survive the path of knowledge, because the art of a warrior is to balance the terror of being a man with the wonder of being a man. I love that. And I would have placed the word man with human. But I think what's amazing about that is, like right now, there's there's a place where it's, is terror yeah it's terror but it's also wonder so there's a terror of you you could look at this this virus thing as like terror because i go when i I work in a a shop cleaning all the shelves are empty it's kind of madness in the shops at the minute so you could look at that and go into a terror place and it is even if you're not in a terror place it is a little bit concerning because you can just see you can see that we're in the middle of something quite strange here. So there is a little bit of terror there. It's also wonder, because it's like, well, what's going to happen? There's potential here for something really amazing. But everything is like that. The whole of life is like that. Because, again, it goes back to death. Being, We're going to die. There's terror. What is going to happen? There's wonder about dying, because it's like, what is going to happen? So, again, being a human, I think... I think that's what being a human is all about. Being a human is all about balancing fear and love, negative and positive. It's, being a human is all about balancing opposites, a bit like male and female. <laughs> yeah, like being transgender is about balancing male and female. I like that. It's quite cool. But so this week's inspirational quote. Only as a warrior can one survive the path of knowledge, because the art of a warrior is to balance the terror of being a human with the wonder of being a human. Don Juan.